Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Java's in Japan podcast. Jin Japan podcast. And this week, I went to a festival. It's been a long time, and I only went quickly because we still got the COVID situation. It's not going too well in Japan, thanks to well, the Olympics. So you gotta be safe, you gotta go quick and out. And I did that, and I went to Nantosai, what is the Thousand Lantern Festival in Tiger Shrine, Shika Prefecture. So it's a festival full of lanterns. At night, music, lanterns, and also full of people. But today I really want to talk about is why do we have this festival? Why is this shrine here? What is the festival's meaning? Who are we really celebrating? Let's go on a deep dive into this festival. That'd be today's episode of Jin Japan. But before I start in, we've got a little announcement that this week I'm going to try something new. If you don't already know, I'm also writing a WordPress blog with this podcast. Normally about the same sort of things, I might write a blog, do the podcast, but I kind of want to merge the two and make an audio blog post. So you'd have like pictures, like the slides, like you want to scroll through Instagram. On the other side, you'll have my voice, like a little button you can press and I will explain it. So I'm going to try and make that this month week so check out the WordPress blog the link down below and I'll be also trying to use this to make Instagram reels and YouTube shorts so so please subscribe to my YouTube channel Java Japan experience and like me on Instagram what now has changed to Jim Japan enjoy today's episode Nantosai, the Thousand Lantern Festival in Taiga Taisha, Taiga Shrine in Shiga Prefecture. What's about, well, it's like a 30 minute, yeah, it's a 30 minute train journey from Hikokane City. And this festival, well, it's pretty. And there's definitely more than a thousand lanterns. But in the main sort of shrine area, you see that the thousand big lanterns all hanged up on the way straight to the shrine and on the sides and it makes it just a beautiful sight to see. And so you can walk through the whole thing and you just get this sort of a sense of immersion like, whoa, this is something. This is like, you're going somewhere. You're going on like a journey. For shrines in Japan, that end of the journey is well, the little prayer at the little money box at the, right in front of the main shrine. Though it was completely packed full of people, this time I didn't well, pray at the shrine at night time, but three days before, I went to the shrine right early in the morning. And you can get the both views, right? You get the view of out, the lights on, early in the morning when no one's around. And then at night, when it's on, people are bustling, people are chatting, you're like, oh, it's a different atmosphere, it's a different mood. It's quite nice to get the both and compare the two. But why do we have this festival? What is this festival about? This festival... It's sort of a thanks to one of the most important gods in Japanese mythology, that is Izanami. So if you don't know basics of Japanese mythology, the main two gods basically made all of Japan are Izanaki and Izanami. And they came from the heavens and they made Japan for spear and they went around making more gods, doing all sorts of things. But sadly, Izanami died when she tried to give birth to the fire god and well, Izanaki got a bit angry and killed the fire god and Izanami well she went to kind of like god hell Yomi no Kuni and Izanaki he tried to go back and save her 
but it kind of didn't work out too well. Like, ah, yeah, it didn't go too well. And then Mizunagi kind of turned into like a demon and started death. Yes, she announced that she will kill people every day, and to compensate this, Izanami was like, well, I must make more people every day, and the life-death cycle was born. Hooray! Arigato, Izanami. But Izanami's role now is more like sort of the guardian of the underworld. She will take after your souls when you die. Look after the dead. A bit like the role Davy Jones plays in Pirates of the Caribbean. And she's still locked in the underworld, which actually supposedly in Totoliken, so Totoli Prefecture, there's a big stone what marks the gates to Yumi no Kuni. And this festival is just like kind of just thanks, just thanks for staying in the underworld and not coming out and killing everyone. And just looking after the dead people, that's pretty good. And this is where you get all the lanterns. The lantern's supposed to be, well, a way to show thanks. Send messages to your past loved ones, or what most people do, wish for good health for the living. Well, Taiga Taisho is probably one of the most famous shrines for bringing good health, longevity and life. As, well, it's for Izanami, but Izanami and Izanaki, those two guards, the main guards what created all Japan, are enshrined here. And there's been several cases in Japanese history that people from Japanese history, like for example, you take the sixth emperor of Japan, he was sick and then he was healed Thanks to, well, a spoon made from trees in this area. It's like, oh, the holy spoon. It's pretty massive. Like a holy rice spoon. Which is like two meters tall. And you can see this at the shrine because it's just after the middle money box when you do a little prayer. And also the very famous sort of shogun Hideyoshi after the warring states period. Ah, sadly Nobunaga died and Hideyoshi took over and kind of made peace in Japan. While he lived, Hideyoshi liked Shiga, and when his mum got ill, they both visited the shrine together and did prayer. And Hideyoshi wrote down sort of prayer and writing and gave it to the shrine, and amazingly after that, she was healed. So, for thanks to the shrine, well, he built a very nice garden and a very round bridge. Like, literally, it's a perfect semicircle, and it's extremely hard to actually just walk straight over. They put logs there to actually help you get up it. It's pretty funny actually just watching people fumble to try to get over this bridge, but luckily there's normal bridges you can go around the side, so it's fine. So now you maybe got a little bit of understanding of what this shrine's about and what this festival's about. Like I said, yeah, and even though I just went quickly, like a quick in and out, because I'm still worried about Corona situation in Japan, because it's going up again, but it's just nice to quickly get out and just to see people again. Like, just have people around you again, even though it was a bit like, ah, at the main gates, when there was lots of people packed there. Just like walking around, hearing people's voices again. Like, oh, people still out, want to do festival stuff. It was nice, like, this is why you're in Japan, right? This is one of the reasons to be here, one of the good parts of it. We can still experience that again. We've just got to be a bit more careful. And especially for these, like, smaller areas in Japan, because Taiga, yeah, the sort of shrine, Taiga, Jinja, Taiga shrine is in a region of Shiga Prefecture Taiga only has about a population of 5,000 people. Like, it's really small. Not many people live here, and the main income for the people is the tourism to this shrine. Like, this is one of the most built-up areas of it. So having, like, literally the last year's festival being cancelled, and literally no one coming to the shrine pretty much for, well, two years now, it was quite nice to see people going to stores again, people open, 
Like one of them had kakigori, was like Japanese sort of ice shaved ice, was literally packed full of people. There was queue, there was like a circle queue going all the way down. It's pretty nice to see. It's like yeah, people are out again, enjoying themselves, seeing a nice festival, and helping this small community. Cause this shrine is pretty beautiful, and it's and it's got a full like an olden style Japanese town just before it. With the roads, all the old sort of Japanese houses, and nice little shops. Like, keeping this sort of area and this sort of, like, culture alive, I think is extremely important. And this is what I think people should kind of try and aim to do when we get some post-COVID world, if that's ever going to happen. Like, find the cultural sides you like, and then kind of invest more in those. Not in the mainstream, the sort of big brands, high street, fast fashion, but the people who bring like a value to like an area. The people who actually put, well, work into what they make. Like, if you just have that sort of mindset, change your buying habits a little bit, even though it may be a little bit more expensive, but it brings more value, more value to you, more value to an area, and it means nice places, nice things stay around. Because sadly, a lot of these businesses have a high risk now of going bankrupt, going out of business. And if you want to see these sort of businesses, these small little shops, these small nice communities that have a lovely area. Like if they're not there, this area, well, will die. Not just in Japan, but all over the world, this is happening right now. So what you do now, what you buy now, well, that matters. So we're going to end there in today's Jin Japan. Java's in Japan. And what would you write on one of these lanterns? Because you can actually buy them before the festival. It's about, well, 8,000 yen, about $80, quite expensive, but for one lifetime sort of experience, send your wish to Izanami in Yomi no Kuni. What would you send? Leave your wish down below in the comments anywhere you find this podcast. What now may even be a podcast blog. If you want to see the sort of Instagram story style podcast episode thing I'm going to make, please Follow the WordPress blog, like the Instagram, and all the links down below. It should be quite good and quite interesting, and hopefully we make a pretty good podcast. Well, more than a podcast, it's more of an experience of Japan. Because I can tell you about it with words, but if you don't see, you don't hear the sounds, well, you miss out on a lot. And hopefully I can try and make something like that and add more value to you guys the listeners even though there's like five but it's okay so we end today's episode here Saigamadekitikrita Antony Ariadne Zastar Yone